Hey everyone, welcome back to Teenager Therapy. I'm Gael. I'm Thomas. I'm Isaac. I'm Mark. I'm Kayla. And welcome back to the podcast, the 200th episode, actually. <gasps> Woo! Oh my god. Yay. Yay! So many episodes. I know, which is so funny. I feel like even 200 episodes in, we're still like, there's so much to figure out. <laughs> I see podcasts that have like two episodes in and their audio is like amazing. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know how you could really tell when audio is good? Is if you could listen to it in the car and it sounds good. Can we listen to mm. this in the car? If you listen to Teenage Therapy in the car, it like, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's really bad. Like, it's really a hit or miss. Mm. So. Just yeah. playing headphones. Just maybe a hundred more episodes and we'll Yeah, maybe in a hundred we'll finally have like consistent <laughs> audio. You, we won't hurt your ears when we speak too loud because the mics are spiking. If you're new, it's not that bad. We're like super interesting and stuff. So yeah yes. give us a chance please give Hi. us a chance yeah podcasting is hard it's a hard thing and we're trying to grow i mean obviously we're like trying to grow and like be better all the time which is actually what this episode is about it's all about growth letting go of our ego choosing to grow or choosing not to grow which is probably like the most the more common choice that a lot of people make um i I feel like throughout this podcast, the main theme has always just been about growth. I mean, if you look at us when we were 15, I could have swore we were saying some really interesting like stuff. But then now looking back, you're like, oh, my God, there was we were so wrong about so many things. But a lot of it was actually good stuff. Um, So it's been a, a long journey. And I wanted to talk about growth because. I feel like it's one of those things that it was an int- it, it's an interesting perspective because like two episodes ago we did an episode about being friends with your ex or maybe it w- no it was the hookup culture last episode about you know casual flings versus being in a relationship and one of the things that we mentioned in that episode was just about taking time to not be in a relationship so you could grow on your own and figure out how to be alone and all that um, and I think that's a really interesting topic because there's kind of like a divide you're either on the side of you have to figure it out on your own it's like up to you to really do it and like being in a relationship can kind of mess with you and not give you the chance to grow and figure yourself out but then there's also another perspective that's like relationships like a good relationship is when you both help each other grow because growth doesn't have to be alone and it could be with a community and community and like having people around you that push you to grow is even more impactful so i'm curious what side you're on i mean there's different things obviously like there's both like relationships there's friendships there's like different types of growth that you could go through together it doesn't necessarily mean like single or not single it could also be like with friends without friends all that okay here's my take um i think that you can grow in relationships however in a lot of cases relationships hinder someone's growth from what i can see um in like all my friends relationships and stuff they just tend to get stuck as like the person they are um because they're um like the way they love is kind of unhealthy you know Mm. what i mean okay give me some examples sometimes it's not exactly love it's just like infatuation i feel in a lot of young relationships like you're not actually in love with the person you're in love with the idea and they get so caught up in that and they don't realize it so it's not healthy because then they have like these expectations and they're let down every single time um and also it just causes like disputes and like ego problems like Mm. no like i'm doing everything i can no you're not and it's just this back and forth the relationship yeah right um but i think it really all just comes down to like if it is a healthy relationship then i think you can grow but I also think that people who have been in relationships their entire life and haven't given themselves the time to be single, I feel like you're not growing by yourself. And I feel like growing by yourself is a necessary part of like mm. finding out who you are and stuff. Yeah. See, that's that's the perspective that I think a lot of people have too. It's the like you need to do it by yourself. Like that's it's good to grow by community, but there's also like it's a necessity that you also do it yourself. Yeah, knowing you can be by yourself and be your own person because in relationships, you're now attached to that person. Like, you're not just yourself, part of you, and they are also part of yourself. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Okay. 
What do you guys think? I tend to do better in communities. Um, like um, for school, for example, um, I usually do a lot better turning all my assignments on time. Um, give better input. Actually, put more effort in the assignments when I do it in like a group, as opposed to by myself. Um, like let's say you know, online online classes. I was on my own for the most part, and because of that, I did get like lazy with the work, or I wasn't even gonna be like a, turning in the work, and all that. Um, or let's say I'm in a relationship, I usually do better when it comes to schoolwork, just because I have a reason to do better. I have an uh, excuse to hang out with the person. I would like cause. Um, I would um. Uh, like study with the person, right. make excuses to see them stay up late to on facetime calls to do homework with them i usually wouldn't do that if i wasn't in the relationship that's interesting but that's 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 also i think why like what thomas is saying is is like a valid like critique of well if if is that just you doing it for the other person or are you also doing it for yourself i'm doing it for the other person okay <laughs> louder bro yeah no that's fine no it's true that's like, I, I know that i am and, and well do you think there's something wrong with that because maybe there isn't to you oh uh, no there is you think so why yeah i'm not in a relationship right now and because of that i don't think my work is <laughs> up to my standards and you don't or, take care or of up yourself to the, up to the same standards as it was when i was in a relationship because you and, can't grow on your own sorry yeah 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 because uh, i can't grow on my own possibly mm. i think so um it it, it comes down to like motivation when I'm in a relationship, when I do have a lifelong or a potential lifelong partner, I want to be better because of the person. I want to be the person that they picture as the one for them. And to me, right. that's a person that's always on their A game, that's productive, that's effective, that can take care of them. All that. But when I'm like by myself, I'm I'm okay with the mediocre. I'm okay with being Mid. right it's like why improve yeah but i'm you, already content with myself right have now. you ever tried to change your perspective and view it as even when you're single because i think we all have motivators and we all have to find a reason why we want to be better because ultimately yeah we are kind of doing stuff for everyone like i want to be better for my friends for my family so for you it's i want to be better for my current girlfriend relationship and then you say when you're single you lose that but then yeah. is there a way to change your thinking so when you are single you can tell yourself i want to be as good as possible when i do meet my next potential partner oh yeah and so if you change your thinking would that be able to motivate you to keep doing good and improving yourself even if you're single probably um you can you can always change your perspective um you can always change the way that you think i think because of the way i grew up that's the reason why it's a lot easier for me to think the way that I did or do currently. Do you have any intentions on changing it? Um, I always like when it comes to like schoolwork, I'm like, yeah, no, I gotta stay on top of it next semester. And then I never like get to it. And then I follow this cycle where like I do good in the beginning, then I start to fall off like near the end. And mm. then I say the same thing, I'm gonna do better for the next one. And then do good in the beginning and then right fall off okay and you could like apply that to like anything else i think yeah or for the most part i'm not saying like every aspect of my life is like dependent on my partner um but when it comes to like success i think mm. that's what it does interesting okay wait i have a question you said you're like content with yourself right now so you don't try to like you know, grow in the aspect that you were talking about with, like, um, success and, like, professional growth or whatever. But yeah. when you're in a relationship, you're not content with yourself. Yeah, it changes. Just because, like, the end goal for me is to be, like, successful with my partner. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. um, have a nice life, have a happy life, go on, like, vacations. Um really like be that one that couple you know what i mean 
that you couple, know, yeah. The power couple. <laughs> yeah, I can't really be that if it's just me. Look at Mark go. Him and his girl are just yeah, always exactly. on top of it. Okay. Yeah. I, I know it's not like... No, no. I know it's not good. To what? Unhealthy. What? What? What specifically? I can't. I'm not doing that when I'm like on my own. When I'm outside a relationship. Okay. I agree. I don't want to. Yeah. Just gotta, it's it's an uh, active uh, effort to change yeah. your thinking. It's, yeah. It's a conscious. It's, it's just a lot easier when I'm in a relationship. Of course. I think because that's of the, the support. Thing. Just, yeah. <gasps> oh my god, bestie. Support, support, yeah. It's the support. Yeah. The support I mean, really helps. What about friends? Are you getting that from friends? Do you? You know, do they ever push you to be better or like, do you want them to if they don't? Um, I think I do. No, I do definitely have friends that support me, push me. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it just helps a lot more because of my like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Inert feeling to provide okay right you know what i mean yeah. like i'm not gonna be like that like with friends like oh let me take care of you mm. oh i'm gonna I'm do this because i want to take care of you mm-hmm. i'm not like that with friends okay but with like my girlfriend i'm gonna do this because i want to take care of you okay that makes more sense to me do you think about that for like family family no no i know it's like like truthfully no i don't think so how come um maybe that's a whole nother issue but yeah possibly <laughs> I don't I don't I don't have like the best relationship with my family and I guess that's why it never really came into the picture. Yeah. I think it's ever like maybe you feel like they didn't take care of you so you don't feel the need to take care of them. Well, yeah, I think so. Hmm. I I've I've had struggles with that where I felt like they didn't well, obviously they did take care of me, you know, they supplied or they paid for the bills for the house. But um at the time at the time, I thought that they didn't. Okay. And subconsciously, that could probably be the reason why I don't think of them in the same way as I would with a romantic partner. Right. Okay. Yeah. I like that perspective in general of just, I think a lot of people are like that. I don't think it's like that uncommon of a thing to yeah. be able to push yourself unless so. it's someone there. Yeah. I mean, when I picture the perfect person, I, I picture them with a healthy, strong relationship with their family. Mm. But that's not case right like every time right okay interesting what about you two i feel like i do the most growth by myself or with friends i feel like relationships are my last thing that i like tend to worry about or like that affect or hinder my growth um but yeah i mean like for a long time i was by myself i mean friends of course but like i wasn't necessarily reliant on a person to like push me to do better or whatever i mean i think my family plays a big part in my motivation of like wanting to do better and just not wanting to be like them in certain ways so i think that pushes me at times but for the most part it's usually just myself i i think i value more my community and friendships than i do in relationships um just because i know that relationships I mean, naturally, they just come and go. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's a fling thing. And they're beautiful, don't get me wrong. But like, you know, you can't necessarily rely on it. But with friends, I feel like, for the most part, I feel like I have lifelong friends. And so it's nice to be able to just grow with them together. But yeah, I don't know. I don't, when I'm in a relationship, I don't necessarily like go out of my way to like do my work or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I, I feel what, like so I why do you think the they hinder you? Relationships? Mm-hmm. And your personal growth? I think in certain aspects, yes. Like I, what? Because you don't have that time for yourself. You know, it's like you mm. could be exploring and doing whatever you want and seeing, you know, just where life would take you if you were single. But I think right now it's doing a lot more growth for me than hindering me. And that's just, I mean, it is my first relationship too, Mm -hmm. but I'm just learning a lot about myself and like about trust and learning to let down my defenses, you Mm -hmm. know, instead of just having to be guarded all the time and stuff. But yeah, I do most of my growth with friends. With friends, not alone. I feel like like it's pretty equal. Pretty equal. Maybe a little bit more alone. You prefer that? Yes. 
Why? Because I don't have like anybody to. I don't know. I sort of like not having to rely on anybody for like my needs or necessities or my growth or whatever. But of course I love my friends. Like I, I think growing with them is beautiful, you know, especially like, for example, Thomas and I, like we've known each other since elementary school. <laughs> so oh, yeah. that's like, it's crazy to see. Um, but I think when I'm by myself, I don't have to worry about like, what are other people going to think? Or like, how should I act? Should I say something? It's, I can just like fully let myself be, you know, without having right. to worry about anything. Do you know what your motivation is? Is there, why do you choose to grow? I think the main goal is to just, to just eventually be able to give back to like my family and stuff. Mm. That's what really pushes you. Yeah. Mm. I'm definitely more of an independent person, I would say. Like, I would never, like, one of my rules is I would never want to rely on someone else for my motivation. Like, I've become, um, what is the word? I've become very determined to find motivation within myself so that I can give back to my family, mostly, and my close friends. Like, I'd rather grow with my friends than in a relationship, to be honest. Even though I'm not in many relationships, the one time that I was, I just found it like annoying having to spend most of my time trying to figure out the relationship than my own problems. Mm. Do you think you'd be able to focus on both at once or does that seem overwhelming? For me, it seems overwhelming because there's so many things I still need to figure out with myself that trying to figure out another person would be like way too much. Mm. Because then you but, just bring those problems into that relationship, you know? Yeah. I am curious, though, because I understand what you're saying about, it's like, yeah, you still have stuff to figure out yourself. But then, isn't that always going to be the case? Like, no matter what age you are, you're always going to be growing. Mm -hmm. So you'll never, when do you think you'll have the energy to focus on both? So I feel like when you're young and you haven't even, like, finished your education or, like, really found any success yet, getting into, like, a relationship where like you're planning to make it at least somewhat long term it's just really hard because you haven't even figured out like anything basic yet with what you want to do with your life like obviously emotions too are things i would want to figure out but there's like a certain point that i want to reach a maturity before i get like in a relationship i just mm. feel like i'll know when i'm ready mm. there's like a certain point we just know like obviously i don't have to have everything everything figured out yet but could you get a little closer when you speak. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. I think your first relationship will teach you the most about yourself. Like you're gonna do so much growth during that because you learn what you like, what you don't like, what you like to see yourself in the future and stuff. Um But I do agree that I think a lot of people don't take care of their own issues, like their personal issues, and they bring it into the relationship. And I know so much pain that like comes out of that, um, which is like could be a good thing because you learn from that pain and that's always good. But if you're not giving yourself the time to resolve that and like learn from that relationship and just blindly go into another one, not really, you know, reflecting on what was wrong with you what was wrong with them um that i think you're just gonna hinder your growth like you're gonna not actually change and i see that in so many people um and it's just important to give yourself time that's why that's why i'm like a big advocate on like you should be single um after being in your first relationship like after that, go mm -hmm. ahead. But yeah, you need time. So, and then to you, what does it mean to feel ready, Isaac? Do you have any idea of what that might, what you might be looking for, or what you might feel in the moment? So once I'm like, I feel fulfilled with myself and at least proud of myself, then I will. Mm. So is it a lot of just being secure in yourself to yeah. feel like you have something worthy to offer? Yeah, because if I were in a relationship, I would want to like 
give them my most secure self. If I wasn't ready, I just feel like there'd be no point in the relationship, pretty much. I'd just be bringing, like, a lot of issues. And in turn, they could, too, as well. I feel like that's why a lot of people like to grow with their partner. But personally, not for me, because I, I just don't want to be reliant on someone for my own growth. I just feel like growing on myself is so important. And that's why I'm, like, such an advocate for people growing on their own. That's interesting. Yeah, I totally get about not being your most secure self. Do you think, do you think, do you ever feel a pressure to be as perfect as possible before being able to, to accept love from other people, whether that's friends or relationships? When it comes to relationships, yeah, for sure. Mm. That's like I'm not really the type to go out and try to pursue them. Well, friends, not really. I like being imperfect with my friends and growing with my friends. They're they're somewhat of my motivation so that like when I grow up, I can give back to them as well. I feel like it's really good to get motivation from people in your life. Like not, not it doesn't have to be growth, but just motivation to succeed. I think that's really good. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's a conscious effort, I guess, to grow. Um, pushing yourself to grow. Do you? Where do you find that motivation? Is it just you just want to like when you think about I want to grow is what's going on in your mind like I want to grow just for myself completely because I want to be better or I want to reach a point where I feel like I can actually accept other people into my life so like this past year before that I didn't really know like what I like the respect I had for myself this past year where I've been like really alone I've kind of grown a respect for myself and I just want to grow for myself like Usually, I would have a li- like a, a little bit of respect for myself, and I wouldn't really like. I feel like that's why a lot of people are like lazy, don't really want to do things, because it's like if there's not someone else there to see, then like there's really no reason to do it. Mm-hmm. So really, just yeah, for myself, I just want to be proud of myself. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I I liked what you said about um. There's no if you're not if there's no so if there's no person to see, there's no any reason to do it. I um I think that's what happens to me um i think the main part is like accountability when when you're like by yourself it's definitely a lot harder i think to keep yourself accountable to do the things that you want to do or um to do the things that help you grow because they do get um uncomfortable but when a person is there uh it's not just you that has to keep you accountable there's also another person that can keep you accountable as well yeah i, I definitely catch myself like not wanting to do something, but then when someone's there, like I want to do it. Yeah. It still happens to me. I'm still like, to like brushing your teeth. Yeah. Oh no, brushing my teeth. I always <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> for, for, longer, for longer, hey. for longer, for longer. You for know long. when you like. Oh, it's like too. Yeah, like washing your hands for a little longer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That pressure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, brush my teeth, y'all. <laughs> no, but yes, I, I just I don't know why it happened. I think it's just like a natural reaction to want to try harder when there's like other yeah, people around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I mean. That's why I think community growth and like having people around you is so important and it doesn't have to be alone Mm -hmm. um because i agree possible but i think most of the time they don't do it for the right reasons you're not doing it for yourself now you're doing it for all these other people and i don't think that's necessarily like a bad thing but it usually is a bad thing because as soon as that person is gone now what yeah you're you're gonna stay the same person yeah. the same bad habit. No, I get you. And I agree yeah. with that. I think there's a fine balance between doing it as a group, but also reminding yourself, this is just a little push. But, you know, after they let go, it's still on me to keep pushing yeah. myself slowly. Yeah. And I think a lot of people yeah. swear like, oh, I need like help. I want to I want to be helped by others. But then once they disappear, they just fall. And that's what when it gets kind of dangerous. I mean, for me. Um, you know, I think what you said about when you're alone and versus others and when you're others, you obviously want to push yourself a little harder. What has really helped me not fall into that trap is just talking to myself, having, you know, me, the physical me and then the me inside my head. And to me, I see it as two different people. So it's always like there's someone watching me or like watching what i do which is i guess is just my conscious right and i think that's talking to myself helps me kind of unlock or whatever that 
that little voice that's like okay like what are you doing right now like like what are we doing like i like i use you know like what are we doing because it's like my physical body is i just see myself laying down and not doing anything but in my mind like it's like i could see myself so i'm like what are we doing like what's going on and then i have to like explain to myself why we're doing that and that has to me really helped push me even when i'm alone i think to me that was the key to discipline is being able to talk to myself um because the pressure is just the other me watching and my conscious watching dude i had like the same thing like earlier when i was saying like i learned how to respect myself it's when like that conscious told my body like <laughs> come on you got to do what you need to do yeah that's exactly the same thing as yeah. you know yeah exactly that really does help like actually push yourself to grow and then i've also i think for me my motivation has always not even sure because i'm very i do it for myself i think i'm good at growing even if i don't have anyone around me but i always crave the support of other people um i think it's maybe because i've been independent for so long that i've always had to like force myself to grow and figure things out and never really learn to take help from other people that whenever i do get that help it feels so good that i like want to keep having that and i enjoy it which is i think why i think it's i like being in a relationship and growing with them because i'm like just kind of bored of growing alone like sure it's important to learn that but i feel like i have learned it i have the discipline to do things on my own simply because i know it's what's good for me and not because someone's telling me to or someone's watching me do it i i i guess i like see it in my head as making my life a game and i'm kind of like it's a character like like the same thing there's a conscious and then there's me the physical me and the voice in my head is basically controlling the physical me and making sure i do all the right things and so i think about it as playing like a video game in my head and so i'm like i need to optimize my character quote unquote and that's how i like visualize it i guess and that really pushes me because i'm like i get obsessed with just trying to make all parts of my aspect like fully just optimized i suppose if you really want to be fucking like nerdy like leveling up and shit like upgrading my character like i need to go to the gym because i want to have like the most i want to reach my peak in terms of stamina or muscle growth and like i want to be i want to keep like reaching this new level and so i I have to keep doing this because that's where i want to reach and i or i i want to keep reading because i want to unlock like quote unquote even more knowledge and i want to unlock all these learnings and i want to keep growing and so that what pushes me to keep growing because i just gamify my life like life is just a game and so i see it as like i just want to i don't know it makes me want to keep going just doing that and so besides that why else do i do it i think for me the biggest motivator isn't has has been just because I want to I don't know I want to be the best which also in turn means I want to be the best for myself like I want to be the best person that I can be for others for my parents for my relationships for my friends um like I've said this before but the idea of having flaws is I don't like that because it like the first thing I think when I see a flaw is I have to fix it. Like I have to fix everything. So if I see something that I don't like, I obviously have to fix it. And so when friends or someone tells me I have a flaw, I really do think about it because I don't like having flaws. So my ego gets hurt. And so if someone tells me like, hey, like you don't I don't like when you do this. I'm like, oh, my God, like I have to change that. So they don't think like I have any flaws, which is good and bad because it's good because in a lot of ways, it actually makes me capable of growth. And when someone critiques me or tells me, criticizes me, I don't just push them away and defend my ego and say, I'm not doing anything wrong. Like, it's fine. I genuinely do try. And I obviously, not always, there's times where I do get defensive, but I I, I at least try to remind myself, don't be defensive. Don't have any ego. Like, just grow from it. Like, because eventually, if you grow from it, then they won't be able to critique you in that way. So I guess in that way, it pushes me. But in a bad way is that I think a lot of times I change myself for the wrong reasons because somebody might say there's something wrong with me. And from their eyes, there is. But in reality, that just might be their perspective. And there's also the balance of 
changing for everyone but also like knowing what i want to change and what i like i feel like i don't need to because i like that part of myself like sometimes there's parts of myself that i that i like but someone might say i don't like that about you and i'm like oh fuck i should change so that gets you know that could get (sighs) not good um and so that's what i see growth and when it comes to relationships i think i love being able to grow with my friends and with my partner i'm very much about you know i want to help my partner grow as much as possible and i want them to help me as much as possible and with friends too like i want to help them grow and i want them to help me grow and so that community aspect has always been important and that's why i don't feel like there's a big need for me to do this on my own um because i'm like i think there is good i think for sure there's good i You know, I'm not opposed to the fact that there's a lot of good that comes from being on my own for a long time and choosing to grow. But at the same time, it's like, I wonder what more I could be doing that I that I'm not doing now or that is impossible to do in a relationship. One of the things that I'm currently working on is reassuring myself. Um, And sure, I could do that while not in a relationship. But I like recently I've noticed that I was I'm able to do it even while dating someone. And so that's why, like, I'm more of like. You know, I have done it alone. I do it even if they don't see me. And so I might as well enjoy the extra support that comes with actually being in a relationship. Do you think you prefer growth in a relationship, though, rather than, like, friends? The thing is, I think I do a lot of the growth alone. Um, at least in my head. It feels like It feels like someone critiques me and then I just you know take it in but then i really think about it when i'm alone and i don't know i it always feels like i'm doing all this growth alone but there's people around me that i don't know i i feel like it's almost like in a relationship for example the role of them is not to help me grow it's just to tell me what's wrong with me so i could fix it on my own I think is how I view it. So like in the end, it's like when you're in a relationship, that growth, it's more just like you're still just working like on yourself. Yeah. Or it's just growth by yourself. Yeah. I think so far that's how it's been. Mm. Um, because since I'm young and the people I date are obviously young, a lot of them still don't have the energy to focus on helping someone else grow and also helping my, themselves grow. Mm. So to me, actually growing with someone is when they like, you know, check up on you constantly. They're like, hey, like, have you, they remind you of it. And so that hasn't really been the case. It's more been like when I say I'm growing with someone, it's they pointed something out. But I had to go on my own and fix it and remind myself to fix it. I do prefer growing alone just because... I have been in a relationship and I got into that relationship when I was the most insecure, like depressed version of myself. And because of that, it kind of traumatized me. And now I'm like worried to like get into another relationship with like not my best self and it ruined that relationship. Um, So because of that, I think that's why I think I think that's why I like growing alone, just because I'm not doing it for anyone else, and I have to do it for me. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I and my motivators, it's like, I just want to like myself. Like, I just want to be able to look at myself from a third-person point of view, see who that person is, and be like, I really like who that person is. Yeah. And yeah, so I have to be my biggest motivator because if I'm not, then I'm scared that I'll just fall back into into that cycle, into like needing validation, yeah, validation from other people. And if I'm not with somebody else, then I would just, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, I get you. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a, it's a really hard space to not fall into. Like it takes a lot of conscious effort and I I still fall into that sometimes that I am looking for validation from them and 
I mean, know? that's like the whole premise of a relationship, too. It's like you're just both kind of doing things to validate each other to get validation in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. To some extent, I think. I, 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 yeah. I feel that when it comes to validation, there are times where I slip and I catch myself wanting their approval and feeling like if they don't do certain things they then i then it means like i'm not worthy but i've been trying to make a more conscious effort now to reassure myself and and love myself and something that i think i have always looked for in relationships and the reason that i enjoy them so much is because i was in search of comfort of someone telling me that you're doing the right thing or that you are worthy of something or that you're like a good person or you had good intentions or, you know, any sort of compliment about who you are and that you're growing and you're in the right direction. You're you're doing something right. Because I think to me, it always felt like I was doing something wrong. And so a relationship provided a lot of that. But that's why I, I, I think the reason I always talked about feeling so alone or just so unsupported despite what anyone offered is because I never supported myself and the most pure support truly just comes from yourself and I think when I started going to therapy in one of the sessions it's you know my therapist was talking about what it means to reassure yourself and love yourself and give yourself all of that support and that's when it really clicked that the support I was looking for that I thought I was going to find in a relationship or in friends or in my parents like it just it wasn't there. It would actually the support that I needed to give myself. And because I never give myself any support and I'm always focusing on all the growth I have to do and all the ways I have to, you know, improve myself and be better that I never took time to acknowledge that I, like I have already progressed a lot. So I have to celebrate myself. And a really interesting thing that my therapist had me do is to just give myself a big hug and just vocally out loud say that I love myself that I'm proud of myself and I didn't realize how much I that's when it really clicked about how much I needed that because like I had to fight the urge to not just like start breaking down because it it feels like you know how I said earlier that I have two versions you know there's like my physical self and then the conscious self it always felt like the conscious self was never validating my physical self and it was always like you're not doing this though like you should be doing more you're you need to grow more and you need to keep growing but i never took time to stop and be like you've done good like you're doing good like you should be proud of yourself for that and i think ever since i discovered that i have been making more conscious efforts to validate myself to tell like myself that people's reflection you know what people think of me isn't a reflection of me um it doesn't matter like truly i can't control anyone it's it's all up to me if i if i choose to love myself i will and that has really helped it really really has helped a lot i found the um the concept of having two different versions of yourself interesting like the uh mm-hmm. your conscious self and then your physical self uh I like sort of like always thought of that too. Um, And I think a bad habit of mine when it comes, when it pertains to like those two, when when it pertains to that concept is I used to think that my conscious self is the one that matters. You know what I mean? Like, let's say I know what to do. I have the right like intentions in mind. Like, yes, I'm going to do this on this day or that day. Um, I feel good or I get, like, the satisfaction that I did the work in the conscious self. But when it came to, like, the physical self, it, like, never happened. So it feels like... It feels like I already done my job when my conscious self knows what to do. And it's just about executing. That's where I really, like, don't care. You thought about it, so it's good you had the intention. doesn't matter if you actually did or not. Like, it's about intention. Somewhat like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. And that's what, like, prevents you from acting? Yeah, I think so. For, like, a lot of things. So, like, for example, if you're, like... Like, I like planning stuff out. Like, making, like, a gym routine. Mm-hmm. Um, on Mondays, I'm going to do this. Tuesdays, I'm going to do this. Wednesdays, I'm going to do this. 
Thursday, I'm going to do this. Friday, rest. Something like that. Me putting the time to do that for the future, I find satisfaction out of that. I feel accomplished. You know, like, oh, yes, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. It's very organized. I'm very proud of myself. But when it actually comes to doing it, um, I, like, more than likely will, like, fall short out of it. I don't keep myself, like, consistent. And you just say, like, well, I tried. Like, that's what matters. Is that what it is? Somewhat. Like, I don't, I don't get the same enjoyment as actually doing it, okay. but just, like, the idea of doing it. That's really interesting. Yeah. Not related to the... Uh, I mean, it makes... No, yeah, yeah. It is. I think it's, like, it's who you want to be. Yeah. But you have to actually, like, work towards it. That's all. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what you want to become. You know the kind of person you want to be. Yeah. You just have to take the steps towards it, and that's always, like, the hard part. Yeah. Thank you. I think that really solidified or... Yeah. I think that's, like, what I've been struggling with a lot. Yeah. Um, Just, like... I know who I want to be. Yeah. Like, I don't like who I am right now. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I haven't liked who I am. Does that make sense? I haven't really liked the person I am right now yeah. for a while. Um, like, there's just something. There's just so many little things that I feel like I've kind of, like, lost touch to, like, within myself. And, you know, my personality and the kind of traits I have, I feel I feel like they've all been skewed by like other people and like what they want to please other people, mm-hmm. um, what my family wants. I feel like I've just been growing. I feel like I've been growing, but I've only grown for other people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like because of that, I have grown this almost like resentment towards myself that like i don't like who i am because i'm literally just whatever people want me to be yeah and i think like i've just been really wanting to like run off somewhere and just really focus and delete social media and go off the grid yeah i i I feel like that would be really good for me but right you know what i mean it's also like are we running away from our problems and then they'll follow me there oh true it's it's not necessarily running away from your problems i think if anything in this case it makes sense because my problem is other people like my family and my friends and the people at school and Mm -hmm. i just my friend told me this and it's just like performance anxiety it could be a whole nother episode, but I'm just getting into it a little bit. Um, like, I just always feel the need to perform. And because of that, I like, physically, I feel like I'm great. Like, I'm, an, I'm a really outgoing person. I can keep a conversation going. I feel like I'm very likable. Um, but I don't think I'm myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm likable because... I'm trying to be likable. Um, but I don't, I want to be myself and see who likes me and who doesn't. Yeah. And I just need to learn that, like, if someone doesn't like me, then it doesn't really matter. And that's why I want to just get off the grid, stop worrying about social media. And yeah. Yeah. I get um, you. No, I totally understand what you're saying. I also think it's, it's important to do it. I wonder if it's if it's even more beneficial to do it while everyone's still here because are you scared maybe Oh, I mean, you know. It 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 is, but I think I've been I've grown up like my entire life has always been about other people. I think some time for myself would be good. Same thing with like, you know, being in a relationship, being single. I think right. you need that balance where there you take some time where you can learn to do this and learn to be that just by yourself um okay right yeah i understand that i think i struggle with a little bit of that too of who actually am i i think a lot of young people do i mean that's kind of like the whole premise of our lives like who do who i want to become we? and who who am i right now and yeah where did i want to go it seems like there's so many people that I I love and I find it so inspiring when there's people that 
know what they like and what they don't like very clearly. They're like, I like bright colors. I like wearing bright colors. I don't like doing this. And that's what they do. They don't keep switching it up based on like what you see around them. Like they know what they enjoy and they don't. And this is just an example using like fashion. They don't like transway them back and forth. And I think that's something I want to become in general, you know, like what are my real interests? Like what do I do truly because I enjoy and not because I'm like, oh, but that's a little easier if I enjoy this and and Mm -hmm. such like that. It's because of our egos. Like yeah. we we all want to be liked. Like we don't want anyone to hate us. And I think just navigating that is just such a long journey that most people don't figure out till like ever, really. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. especially right now when we're so young, but yeah, I think that, a, a lot I of think people that's what we're focusing on. A lot of people just don't have the courage to be disliked, which I think leaves them stunted of a lot of growth. When I adopted the mentality of there's a tribe that's set for everyone. You're going to find your tribe. 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 And so am I. We're all going to eventually find it, but we're never going to find it if we keep swaying back and forth and going into this one and then this one and then this one. It's like you'll always feel out of place. It's not until you tune into yourself. You remind yourself, not everyone has to like me. Like, I just do whatever you want. Like, it's such a weird mentality shift. And I think it really, it's been really helpful for me just thinking about, you know, if I meet someone, I I feel the pressure to be like, oh, I should be a little more serious or I should be a little bit more lighthearted and, you know, copy their mannerisms. But I just remind myself, if they like me for who I am, that's good. If they don't, nothing's going to come out of it. Like, it doesn't matter. It just, it truly doesn't. Like, even social media, for example, it's, who do I want to portray myself as? And I, I think what has really helped me is, this is just one outlet, but even just using Instagram as a way to express my interest. Like, if I want to post a picture of something that I find really fascinating, I'm going to post it, even if it's, like, not considered aesthetic, or no one likes it, or it's not as interesting, or it's boring. But even though it seems so simple, it's just having the mentality switch to post something that might not be liked by everyone. Yeah. And I, it's a nice reminder that I have control over over what I can enjoy and, and the, the opinions of others doesn't matter. And it's like, okay, I'm posting this on the internet as a way to show like this is who I am, this is what I like, and I'm okay with people seeing that. Yeah. And that's how you build like strong habits too. Like small habit. little like habits compound and then they make yeah. a big change. Just because of like, like you said, just like a post that you did on, mm-hmm. on Instagram. It's just those little reminders. Like you don't yeah. have to start out big. It's even just like, I'm going to post a story that I find funny, even though it's not like aesthetic or yeah. perfectly, you know. Yeah. And that yeah. like bleeds into other like aspects. It does. It life. really does. And also knowing there's no danger. Yeah. Sometimes something that like kind of helps me is like, the worst that will happen if I do this is I'll sweat because I'm nervous. <laughs> like sometimes I'll go talk to people or like, yeah. you know, do something that's very much the center of attention. Is like, what is the worst that's going to happen? I'm just going to sweat. Like when I post on Instagram, I know there's no immediate threat, 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 threat. <laughs> there's no immediate danger. I'm not going to feel physical pain. No one's going to punch me. No one's going to hurt me. It's all mental. So it's okay to feel that. So being okay with feeling the embarrassment, the humiliation, getting anxious, and even I'm like, like sometimes I'll post a podcast, I'll post a clip clip of like me crying, for example, Mm. and I feel so embarrassed and I'm like sweating, but I just post it and then I let myself sweat and feel like really embarrassed. I see myself getting red and hot, but small steps like that, like I said, bleed into other aspects. Like, okay, like it was fine. Mm -hmm. Nothing happened. Um yeah 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 i just think it's so so difficult when like you live your whole life thinking that way like wanting to be liked that's why supportive people helps you know like true bestie like if you sorry to interrupt you but like if you post i'm sorry if you post something that's like embarrassing or just you wouldn't usually post post it and then have someone there to like I don't know, take your phone away, like physically force you to sit with that emotion and just feel it and then get through it and be like, okay, like it's gone now. Like, you know, uh, sometimes that, that has helped me at least. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I'm sure I know I can do it. I know I have it in me because there are like 
those spur of the moments where like I'll just post something because I like it, and then I like look back at it. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> I shouldn't have posted that. Why not? Um, just because I'm like, oh, what if like this person doesn't like it? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's like I have I I even have like specific people in mind where like I post something I'm like. I feel like they're not going to like this one. <laughs> so I'm just like very reluctant on posting. And it's just so stupid because it's Instagram and no one really remembers like anything you post. So it's all in my head. And I feel like once I get over the fact that not everybody has to fucking like me, I'm going to like grow so much. I feel like that's I've grown in almost every other aspect. Just not that and i feel like that's the most important part is learning to be myself without worrying about what other people think it's very freeing yeah yeah, i'm not there yet and i I mean are you guys there do you guys think you're there at the point of like not yeah no (laughs) um i don't think it's necessarily like as much as like how you feel thomas but i definitely still care about what other people think to an extent um it's nerve-wracking you know like if we're taking on the example of like instagram for example like posting a photo that you may like but you don't know if other people will like and it's nerve-wracking you know it's it's just like how are they gonna perceive you now like you know like what if you run into them and then they just like think of you this certain way um but I definitely still struggle with like caring about what other people think. I and for me the solution to that is I just don't go on Instagram that often. Instead of like playing into it, I sort of just remove myself, which is I mean, could be just as bad because I'm just like ignoring the problem. Um so it's definitely still something that I need to work on myself. So for Instagram, I, I think I'm pretty good at that. Like, I just, I like post very quick. I don't really care. Um, yeah, but that's besides the point. Um, in terms of, like, other stuff, it could definitely be a problem, but I don't think it's, like, a very, very big problem to my life, like, currently. Mm-hmm. I think reading the book, you know, The Courage to Be Disliked, the one that um, God showed me, I think you read it, too, right, Kayla? Yeah. Yeah, it really helped like did a big like perspective change um in my life um but like compared to my friends um i'm i'm usually the one to like push them to do things that they're uncomfortable with uh and there's like this thing that i've been trying to do lately is to like compliment somebody like no matter what just like find somebody and just compliment them doesn't matter if you like have a conversation after that or if you like talk after that or if you do just just as long as i um compliment them it's gonna help in the long run and that's like in terms of like having small talk with a person or like talk Mm -hmm. or going up to somebody i've always had like anxiety i've always or anxiety about talking to people or like I just be like, I'll be very insecure when it comes to having a conversation with a person. So um, I feel like establishing that small little habit is gonna help beneficially. Yeah, I think a lot of times I'm just so focused on saying the right things to people yeah. that I like nothing I say is actually meaningful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean. Not not in that sense, but I think last year, um, when we were first at USC, I mean, so much so much small talk, and it was like the most meaningless shit ever. And I was just saying whatever they needed here, and they were telling me whatever I needed to hear. It's just that kind of culture, and I feel like I kind of got sucked into that. Um, and I feel like that happens at like almost every school. It's just you want to be liked by your peers. Um, but the extent to how badly you want to be liked, I mean, that's where the problem goes, and that's what I'm trying to change right now. I think uh, in, like, real-life situations like school and stuff, I'm more okay with being disliked or just not even being disliked, just not being, like, like neutral, you know? Um, Like, I... Sometimes I catch myself, like, either saying something or 
just acting in a certain way. And like, I noticed that like a person may not like be trying to make conversation with me or something. And I'm okay with that. Like in my mind, I'm like, Oh, like that hurts a little bit, but I just get over it really quickly because I, I just remember that. I mean, if they don't like me, then why do I want to talk to them? You know, it's like, there's no point in it for me. Um, so I think it's easier then, but sometimes I do notice that like Thomas, for example, like you're more outgoing and like you're more willing to like say what they want to hear and stuff like that. And sometimes I think like, should I, should I do that? <laughs> like it's gotten me places, but ultimately I think I do it too much to the mm-hmm. point where like I need to just be myself first and see who likes me. Yeah. Um, because I feel, I think what I really want is to make friends with people who are actually going to like vibe with my personality instead of projecting a personality that's going to be liked by everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely difficult in school. Cause like you said, you know, you want to make so many friends and it was our first yeah. year too. And I think like the podcast doesn't help either <laughs> because, um, it kind of gave us this like following. And even though it's really not like crazy, it's like, enough for people to kind of have this perspective of you like they already have this set image of what you're gonna be like so when i do meet people and they have listened they're like they know about the podcast it already makes me like now i have to like be a little better i have to make sure like Mm -hmm. i don't ruin that image in their head but well does that mean you're not really yourself on this podcast and that's why you're scared? Or I, I, I honestly, yeah, I mean, but I was going to say in another podcast, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I really am myself in the podcast. I feel like, again, I'm saying whatever people w- like want to hear sometimes. Sometimes I'm, I say something and I see it on TikTok later. I'm like, huh. I mean, like, yeah, there's some truth to it, but I also think you know, there was more to say than just, like, the basic thing that people wanted to hear. Not to say that I've never been myself on the podcast. I've been myself a lot of times. It's just, I think more recently, the past few months, I just feel like I haven't been my best authentic self. And I actually feel really bad about it for, like, everybody and me. Me and Thomas are complete opposites. Like, I don't care if someone dislikes me at all, like, to be honest, it's not necessarily a bad thing for me. If someone dislikes you, I mean, that's their own values that are that are, they're projecting. And it's just like being disliked sometimes. I don't know for any of you guys. I don't know why, but being disliked for something kind of motivates me, kind of encourages me. I don't I don't really know why, but it's just like it's not really my problem. Encourages you to do what or like in what aspect? Like, let's say someone dislikes that you do something, but you really like it. It'll just encourage me to do it more. <laughs> I think I do, obviously, want to be liked, but um, I'm, I'm very authentic, I think. Uh, I don't really put on an image, for the most part. I truly am myself, which has led maybe to some awkward moments where people don't understand it and they're like, what are you doing? What are you saying? But I'm like, it's fine. Like, it's like sometimes I say something that I find funny. They might not find it funny. And it's like, everyone's like, why did you say that? And it's like, I don't know. I found it funny. Like, I had a good time saying it. It was great execution. They didn't find it funny. Like, I don't care. Like, whatever. <laughs> if they, you know, it doesn't matter. This is nothing. Nothing matters. I mean, it really doesn't. And it, it inspires me to just be whoever I want do whatever i want because it's like that fear of rejection too like going up to people and like asking them like hey can i have this they're like no i'm like okay like i asked i don't know just asking for things having just a lot of audacity to be yourself um has gotten me in a lot of good places and i like to think that at least the people that are around me like me for who i am um and if they don't i mean it hurts sometimes when it's when I know there's there's people that don't necessarily enjoy like who I am and I like might want to be more like them, but I also realize like I don't know, it just I think it's gonna feel a lot better once you find people that just like you for yourself. So yeah, I I mean I do a lot of small conscious a lot of small things that 
helped me have courage to be myself, do things I don't want to do and act however. So it's really in the little steps. It's really in the little steps. Like it's the smallest steps. Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's the tiny things that make a difference. Yeah, I agree. I have a story. What's your story? Oh my God. It's, it's funny. And it, Is it, it related to it, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It relates to this. <laughs> it's just funny to me um so i was with i was with this girl late at night and then we were talking and then we asked the question what are your red flags and like i already had an answer in my head like i know like my red flags i know what's wrong with me but like i i took I, like, try my best to, like, say an answer that, like, dodges the answer that's in my head. My red flag is I care too much. <laughs> nah, not like that. I was, like, or I even know, like, what I... Oh, I don't even get there. Basically, instead of saying um, where I can improve... Yeah, I think the question is, like, oh, where, where do you think you can improve on? And obviously, she was talking about, like, in a relationship standpoint. But I was like, um, I feel like I can improve in school. Um, I think if I could like try better in, in schoolwork uh-huh. and um, be more productive and put more effort, I think that's cool. And then and like not even like a second later, she said, "I know that's not what you, that's not what you're thinking." <laughs> she got yeah. you like out school for sure. Like like not. She was like, actually no. Tell tell me like what Dig um, deeper. What, what the actual what your actual answer was, and I was like. Out. I was like, how the fuck did you know? I mean, come on now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, come on, I, th- I thought I did Mark, a good job. Everybody's gonna see that. No, <laughs> like, not really, no. But it's related to this because I was afraid to be disliked in mm-hmm. that moment. Like, I, f- I felt like if I said the true answer in my head, which is like honesty, which is like ironic because I wasn't being honest to her, um, I felt like she wouldn't have talked to me like after that. Mm, you wanted her to like you, so you had to hide who you exactly, really are. and I feel like I do that a lot. Yeah, I know. I, I lied to you. <laughs> I don't have the courage to be disliked sometimes. Mm. Right. You know what that reminds me of is what? like when you're asked like what's your biggest weakness or like what's your red oh flag or something yeah. and people say something that like is basically a good thing. It's like, um, I work too hard or like I like I I don't ask for help. It's like come on now. Give me something like bad. Something awful about yourself. Yeah yeah because that's what i would do sometimes i just like be like um i think i like just care too much about what other people think and like that's not even like that bad i'm gonna say something bad next time you're like i'm a horrible person um see where that goes literally yeah it's yeah that would like that would be refreshing Mm -hmm. like yeah (laughs) that's good see these are examples guys whenever someone asks you about your red flags like list them all out no, really, no, the no real one. I think people respect yeah. that even more. No, They're they like, do. Okay, like you're aware, like no, because 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 like later down in that conversation, she did not hesitate to like tell me her red flags and like what she did in her past relationship, and that like encouraged me to be more honest to, um, to be more honest with like the girls that I would be talking to in the future, because mm-hmm. you know I have like this bad habit. Oh, see, now I'm afraid to say it, but I have this bad habit of leading people on because I can't say what I'm actually thinking. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like, I can't, I can't just like cut things off. Oh, I get right. lost in the sauce. Yeah, no, you get. You I get can't. Lost I can't. I can't break things off. I mean, that is hard. Yeah. That's the thing. You have to recognize it. Yeah. That's the thing that most people struggle with. Just not just swearing they're not doing anything wrong. Having that ego there. And like even right now, like if you you might have lied to yourself and not said it because you don't want to confront it. And it's a lot easier to just yeah. do that than actually have to work on it. Yeah. And that's one way you can grow. That's literally the best way to grow. Mm. Admit what you do wrong. Exactly. So don't be like, well, you do this too. Or you do that too. It's like, okay, like. What do you do wrong? Let's talk about that. Um, let's talk about you do wrong and improve on it. Like that's it. It's all. It's all it is. It's. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay to grow. It's okay to mm-hmm. feel like you're not doing enough or. Yeah. 
you're a bad person. But if you're yeah, 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 you're it, not a bad person. Yeah, and Earth, if you feel like you are, yeah. then grow. You don't have to stay like that. So true, bestie. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you got something out of it. All about growth and ego. Yeah. yeah. No more ego, guys. Please grow. Yeah. Go to therapy if you can. Um, thank you for listening. Um, if you're new here, I hope you like this episode. Uh, follow us on our social socials at Teenage Therapy everywhere. And then every Sunday we do our Spotify Live. You could join through the Spotify app or the Spotify Live app if you download it. It's every Sunday at 6 p.m. PST. We always talk with all of you. So thank you for listening. Remind yourself it's okay to grow. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.